Oh, hey! Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! Time travelers, welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter. Becca, did I tell you I'm going to Disney World? <laughs> you were. <laughs> so last week you were like, I think I should go because it's basically going to be like all expenses paid. I didn't. <laughs> I think my mom was like bribing me to come. She's like, I'll pay for your meals and your drinks. And I was like, but work, but work. And then. Someone then you quit my... two out of your three jobs this week. I did. That's a big, <laughs> big news. So, listeners, I've had three jobs for since 2019. And I just am so bad of, like, quitting them because I'm just, like, afraid, like, the shoe will drop and I, like, you know what I mean? And the shoe kind of did drop because COVID happened, but that's neither here nor there at this point. Um, And I was just, like, I've had enough um i just i've I've just been for a while just been stretched so thin i'm like things have to go and i found out and i just did some more like i talked to some people at one of my jobs that i enjoy the most and they were looking for more hours and i said not me being at one place at one time for the whole day right yeah i know like today yesterday and the day before i was at all three jobs at all that's like, wild starting at seven and seven to 11 11 to two two to six oh driving gosh. driving in between and i one time i was telling someone i'm like yeah i didn't get home till like nine and someone's like well that's work i said it's different when you're at one place i like had to get in get out of the car i had to like bring, like it's just a lot to do with you know and like yes. i have to bring like a suitcase every time because i'm yeah. going so many places but i'm it's a relief that I only have to focus on one thing. But back to going to Disney World is someone at my job was like trying to get off. And he was like, in the next five years, am I going to remember, oh, I didn't go to my friend's wedding or, oh, I'm glad I stayed at work that day. And so that's my mentality. I'm yeah, like, that's five years, true. Five years from now, I'm like, am I going to be like, you know what? I'm glad I didn't go to Disney World and got paid in a little extra or I should have gone to Disney World. Yeah. So that being said, a Disney World recap from me will be coming soon. Woohoo! Very excited since I just had one. And I've I started becoming like, since I got back, I've devoted myself to becoming one of those like theme park podcast people. So I'm just in the know on all the news and stuff. Oh, good. And I've been listening to a lot of things about like, you know, rumors about what's going to happen at Universal in the coming years and like things that are out the door, things that they're being replaced with. It's very exciting. Yeah. I love I love this stuff. I won't be gone as long as y'all were. I won't be gone for a week. Yeah. We were gone for a long while. I know. I'm going just Saturday, uh, Sunday, Monday are our park days. But we're buying park park hoppers, so. And then my grandma is coming. (laughs) (laughs) Mimi. Mimi. And she is like for 10 years, every time I go to Disney World, this is my last trip. She'll come. She'll come. <laughs> I remember in elementary school, her saying, or I remember at some point, one of my siblings was in elementary school. And I remember her saying like, that was my last trip. Well, 
here we are. Look at us now, Mimi. <laughs> Look at you now, memes. Back again with the mouse. Back again with damn Mimi. Back at it again with the Mickey ears. Is that still f- cool to say, damn Daniel? No. All right. Well, well that, that's we're, that... we're back at it again with the mouse, I guess, technically. We're always back at it Every again with week, the mouse. Rolling and... up into some Disney 411, unless yes. you had something else that you needed. I was going to say back at it again with the 411, but I like your. Oh, nice. This is nice. So we're on the same page. Yeah. All right. Disney 411. First story. Emily Osment reveals if she's ever seen Hannah Montana. What? Okay. Yes. Emily Osment has a confession to make. She kn- and she knows it might be terrible, but she's never actually watched Hannah Montana. She was in an interview and she was quoted in saying, I can't even tell you whether I've watched it at all. Is that terrible? And the people she was being interviewed by all nodded their heads, yes. <laughs> she went on to explain she's for sure seen episode one. She says, I remember watching the premiere because they had a party for us on stage, she recalled. And I remember that that was such an interesting time because we had no idea what it was going to be, that it was going to be a sensation that it was, and it swept the world. And she says, Miley used to come to her, she said uh, that her relationship with the show and everything immediately changed once the show premiered. Um, She said, because she would start walking around and the world now knew her and it felt weird. And she said the success of the show actually changed her relationship with Miley. She's quoted in saying, I mean, Miley used to come with me to my school dances and like nobody knew who she was. And then immediately everything changed. And she said, and that was very strange. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Not really. Like, I don't know that I would watch every episode of a show that I was in or even. No, no. I hate, like, I hate watching myself. I hate listening to myself. So like when I, when I go back to listen to these, I'm like, Ooh, that's what I sound like. I'm talking about imagine like overnight the sensation that that show was. And like, yeah, imagine like, was. Being, like at Emily Osmond's school and oh, her bringing her friend from her show. And then that friend turned out to be Miley Cyrus. Like yeah. what a, that she's, oh, she's on that show with um, the people from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It premiered. That oh, we we, right. we we reported on a long long time ago. Yeah, like earlier this year. It finally came out. Wow. Maybe we'll have to do a deep dive and come back with our review for it. Maybe. Maybe. I've never cared about Emily Osment that much, other <gasps> than outside of Spy Kids, to be quite honest. So. Gertie giggles. Yeah. With the uh with the ponytails. Mm-hmm. And she'd fly in, fly out. Yes. I know. I mean, I knew her from that when Hannah Montana came out. You've never seen anything else. Of hers? No. She was in that um that movie she was gothic. Not Cyberbully. No. Oh my gosh. I never watched Cyberbully. Cyber <laughs> it is one of the funniest things. What? It's just like a very bad movie. Oh, I've heard so many people be like, oh my gosh, this movie wrecked me when I was younger. Oh, oh, I had the opposite effect. There's like this one part where <laughs> the rumor the rumor of cyberbully is Emily Osment. There's like a rumor that she slept with all these people and she is sitting in class and she can hear people talk about her. And someone behind her goes, I heard she smells like herpes. So it's easy. A, <laughs> but if she didn't take matters into her own hands. Right. And, and she's, and I think like spoiler alert for cyberbully, it turns out that her best friend started the rumor 
Yeah. And it's like the one who first posted about it anonymously online. Oh my gosh, I forgot about cyberbullying. Wow. But Emily Osment has been consistently working since Hannah Montana ended. Like she's always on those like Young and Hungry. Remember that show? No. But good for her. It's probably like what her new show is. But Emily, you should watch Hannah Montana. You should watch the episode that we will be talking about later because I would love to know your thoughts about it. (laughs) All right. Speaking of Hannah Montana, I have uh, some Miley news to share with you. Miley news. Miley has an exciting new project in the works. According to reports, 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 (laughs) the singer is reportedly teaming up with Lauren Michaels for a New Year's Eve special to ring in 2022. Nothing is ready to be announced as of now, but the sources say that the show is a multi-hour, multi-city event, including musical performances from a number of artists. Mm. Um, it is also yet to be decided whether Miley's show will take place in New York, as is typical for New York Year's TV shows. New Year's TV shows. I have no idea what I just read. <laughs> so Lauren Michaels is attached to produce the project, but is not expected to act as showrunner for the special. Um it's an attempt to take on ABC's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest, which... So, would you want to party with Miley Cyrus on New Year's Eve? Yes. Of course. If she... if she, Oh, and there's also... She also said that she's started to work on her new album. Ah! So, I... I mean, I, I love... If this... If we get to hear Miley's internal monologues that she loves to give... Mm. I'm there for it. I'll give anything. <laughs> if it was anything like when we saw her live a couple weeks they ago. They made me so happy. It was so funny. She's a natural on stage. Oh, whether she's always been a natural. I mean, Lauren, if Lauren Michaels is producing it, I mean, a, they love her. Yeah. They love her on Saturday Night Live. They she's do. been on it so many times. I think it's because Miley's a good sport and she doesn't yeah. take herself seriously and she's the first one to make fun of herself. Like, I remember when she and Liam Hemsworth broke up, got divorced, and there were rumors that she was cheating, blah, blah, blah. And she wrote a really lengthy Instagram about, like, I may may have smoked a bong and got my Walmart deal axed. I may have done blah, 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 blah. And she goes, I may be a foul-mouthed, weed-smoking hillbilly, but I'm no cheater. (laughs) And I said, copy that. Copy that, Miley. Copy that. Okay, girl. But I'm excited. I'm excited for Ryan Seacrest to give a little, get a little competition. Yeah. Well, last year they had Pitbull performing, so anything Oof. would be a step up. Right. So we'll 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 report back if there's any more news. All right. So this news story, I've told Becca about this. Not this particular news story, but like every time this certain actress brings this up, I get five years added to my lifespan. So Jamie Lee Curtis reveals <laughs> that she and Lindsay Lohan created a secret texting code after filming Freaky Friday. In a recent interview, she says, Lindsay and I were doing a scene in a car. I know that scene. And there was a lot of time in between takes. And she said, her and Lindsay, Lindsay introduced Jamie Lee Curtis to a song by Justin Timberlake's Like I Love You. She went on to say, and there's a rap in the middle of that song by Clips, and she and I were trying to learn the words the entire time. She said she recalls sitting there with a pad trying to write all the lyrics down so she can learn them. <laughs> Jamie! 
she says we were writing them down and then we would do the scene and then we'd play the song and try to lip sync the few words that we knew. She later said, and I'm telling you, we laughed and that is my secret code with her. What was the song we were lip syncing to in the car? Because she says, you never know, like, because phone numbers are changing, especially with Lindsay Lohan. She'll say sometimes like, hey, it's Lindsay. And she'll be like, hey, it's Jamie. And then Jamie will, will reply, what was the song we were listening to? <laughs> later, she said she realizes that she just gave away the code. But she says, don't worry. She has another way to verify if it's actually Lindsay Lohan. I love that Jamie Lee Curtis will never shy away from the opportunity to speak on Freaky Friday. Me- I, I, I'm going to live until like 105 at this point. Yeah. I love listeners. When we talk about Freaky Friday, and they have to be like in two parts because that movie is just, we'll get into it. I don't want to tease it. I, I don't but we'll just get into it why it has such a special place and my in my bones it's like a part of my dna um but has there ever been a time where you have like a secret code with someone and you're like you're like in a group of people and you're just like nod and like you you don't have to say a word but you guys are thinking the same thing and it's i like- mean not even that i have a code just like friends of mine i mean like we've I feel like I've locked eyes with you and like thought something. Oh yeah. We're thinking the same thing. It's yeah. like one of the funniest, like I, even though I, you know what my pet peeve is and I I'm guilty of it too. I guess I'm, it's my pet peeve. If I'm not involved, <laughs> if you're in a group, <laughs> if you're in a group and you can tell two other people are texting, texting each other the entire time. Yeah. Which I've been guilty of it too. So maybe it's just, I don't want to feel left out, but I just love when Jamie Lee Curtis talks about, Lindsay Lohan and how she has a special place in her heart for Lindsay Lohan and that she loved doing Freaky Friday. And so I'm happy. I'm happy with the news. But before we close out the news, it's time for, what is the time Wait, for? Wait, we have one more like quick little update, I oh, guess. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Um, the, it's not an official news story, but somebody, Hunter sent me a video over Instagram this week that someone working on the new season of Raven's Home was filming the set. And it is indeed the Baxter's old stomping grounds. The house in San Francisco is back. I also didn't send it to, to you, but I saw another picture of the chill crew. Ah! Look, I'm getting really excited now. What if it opens on uh, Hunter's funeral? No! <laughs> they can't do that to me. But they now ha- that they're back in Tanya's house, like they're going to have to explain Tanya. They're going to have to explain. They don't have to, they don't have to explain where Corey was. Because no, no, Corey, I don't care where Corey is. They have to explain where Tanya is. They have to. And she but can't yes. and she can't still be in law school. No. She can't. I'm also hoping I was saying I'm hoping old teachers will make an appearance. Oh, that would be so fun. Like I don't teacher, I don't know if they will. Well, he's going to Raven's old school, so they're... I know, but teachers, like, you know, retire and stuff, so... In the Raven universe, the teachers are still there. I'm hoping it will be Senor- Senorita Rodriguez. Yeah, I know you want Senorita Rodriguez. I wouldn't mind Principal Lawler, too, or... Um... Or um, the person who spits, or is that Principal Lawler? That's, that's Principal Lawler. Who's the one who cracks the nets? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Um, oh, shoot. Paula, Ab- uh, not Paula Abdul, Cindy Lauper. I hope, I hope, I hope Paula Abdul comes back for Undercover Superstar. <gasps> no, no, Cindy Lauper is the art teacher. No, yeah, this is what I—that's who I meant to say. 
just but the iconic yes, teachers. Just... So basically, the teachers from our favorite episodes. Um, but yes. <gasps> does that mean? Wait, what if Raven goes to work with Donna Cabana again? I don't care about that. I never liked the Donna Cabana storyline. I'm telling much. you, Raven's going to take over the chill girl while while Victor's still recovering from his mild heart attack. And that's going to be like, the, and that's going to be the hangout that they go to. So we'll anyway, we now. See. But on to our newest segment in the Disney 411. Hit it. It's Christy Carlson Romano. All right. So Christy Carlson Romano uploaded a brand new video to her YouTube channel. And it is titled The Truth About the Disney Channel Circle of Stars. So she's breaking down her experience filming the, the Disney Channel Circle of Stars while they Which sing the circle. Adjacent to the video she did the other week about her relationship with Raven Simone. Right, but she's talking more about the experience shooting the music video. And if you would like for to hear more about the music video from our perspective, uh, one of our early episodes is we broke down this music video. So after you listen to this, just go back and you'll have a good time listening to that. It's called the Disney Channel. What is it? What was our episode called? Uh, uh, smoke Circle of Stars. Smoke Circle of Stars. Where we broke down all the very famous Disney Channel Circle of Stars music video. But back to what Christy was saying. So Christy went on to say that she was excited to do the Circle of Stars and because they asked her and she was really excited to hang out with all of them because she never saw them besides AJ Troth. Um, but AJ always just hung out with Shia LaBeouf on the Even Stevens set. And so she was excited to hang out with him with, without Shia so they can get to know each other better. But she said it was hard to get everyone's schedules aligned. She said Hillary Duff was only there for a short amount of time. So they yeah. filmed everything with her up front. And she said when they when Christy went to the recording studio, she really, Christy herself, really tried to make her um, part unique because she wanted to stand out. And she said she, said she tried to do like a little Mariah Carey thing. She went on to say that she mainly hung out with Annalise, Vanderpool, and Raven. She went on to say that their dynamic is so funny. And then during the parts with the costume fitting, she was explaining how everyone kind of had a color that everyone was assigned to. Like Raven was purple, Hillary Duff was pink, and that everyone got really cool, like um, really cool, flashy, not flashy, but cool costumes. And she said she was getting like, a blouse and like a jean skirt yeah she was in a pretty basic fit she also said orlando brown came with that jumpsuit so the one that he's wearing in the circle of stars music video is the one he brought from his house um and so yeah she said she noticed that when she watched the music video back she noticed that she didn't really have a strong brand at the time and she said she kind of went through that all her life where she was like, what, who is Christy Carlson Romano? Yeah. She just felt like very, you know, just someone in the background. And, but she said it's probably one of the most proud things she's done in her career, especially a part of Disney Channel history. And she says it's even like, even Stevens and Kim Possible, people still bring that up to her, like a really a lot, a lot, a lot. And people say that it was as a kid, you're like, oh my gosh, they're all there together. I love that Hillary Duff was in and out. She was like, I am booked and busy. She, that's what she said. You she get said, me for 15 minutes. She said they, they had to shoot Hillary Duff's, all of her stuff first. And then, but she, said, but she said it was a really good experience and she's really happy she was a part of it. And so are we, Christy. So are we. Yes, we are. All right. And that's the all 411. Right. All right. 
Well, you know what how you know what holiday is coming up here in eleven days. Arbor Day. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs> we are talking about we're continuing our month of frights today, talking about the Hannah Montana episode "Torn Between Two Hannahs." Yes, um, it was season one, episode seventeen, aired on October fourteenth. 2006 and just like every other Hannah Montana episode it's a reference to a song and this references the Mary McGregor song Torn Between Two Lovers so Becca (laughs) you said great (laughs) if you could just get like a really quick synopsis of this episode what would it be quickest synopsis is that Miley's evil cousin Luann is coming to visit and nobody but Miley thinks that she's evil. And Miley is like, you guys, I swear she's evil. Oliver is horny for her. We kind of pass over it. Um, Miley decides to try and make amends with Luann. But on Halloween night, um, Luann ties up Miley and goes to this party dressed as Hannah Montana and is about to try to reveal Miley's secret to the crowd. Yeah, and meanwhile, the next door neighbor challenges Robbie, Ray, and Jackson <laughs> to a, to make their house. I hated the B plot. Me too. It was annoying. That All guy right. was really annoying. That's we'll what I said. It. So it opens. So let's get into it. So it opens with a song called mm-hmm. called Stan, and it's actually a part. Stan is. It's never been on a CD, so it was just part of the episode wasn't on any Hannah Montana album so there you go and it got me wondering were Lily and Oliver like wanted to hang out with Miley and they were just forced to just listen listen. to her dad's song yes well Miley gets one line in this duet like one solo line and she sang it she sang for you believe in (laughs) and everyone's like also did you see that Oliver's shirt in this scene said express yourself (gasps) And it Ooh. looked like the font from Express Yourself. Kids like you every day on Disney yes. Channel. Yes, kids like also, you every day are horny for their best friend's cousin. And and Miley <laughs> said this is the, Miley was like, dad, this is the best song you've ever written. Yeah, she was so happy about it. And then she's immediately like, dad, I love this song. I can't wait to record it. What's the bad news? <laughs> like she slaps the couch cushions. Right. So she went on to say that every time Robbie Ray writes a hit Hannah Montana song, he has to give her bad news. What it what was the best of both worlds? She had to get braces. Braces. There was there, one that was like Jackson wasn't going away to summer, summer camp. Summer camp. One was her goldfish died. Yes. And, and this so, one is that her cousin Luann is coming to visit. Right. But which makes Miley promptly disassociate. <laughs> I have to comment about Robbie Ray's flower shirt in, in the scene. Yeah. It's just so the the wardrobe on this show. It's just something else. It's curious. It's curious. It's cu- I, I just get curiouser and curiouser. Like Robbie Ray just loves the flower shirts. And so Miley, Miley goes to explain how Luann is evil. And Robbie's like, oh, she she's fine. She was the one who, who rescued you from the well when you were nine. Miley's like, she pushed me. Right. And I'm like, oh my God. And so they're all like, you're just, y'all are just like two peas in a pod. Well, they also y'all said, very- 
she tells Lily that Luann had to go on stage for her in a talent pageant once because she got sick or she got too nervous. And uh-huh. I was like, I wasn't too nervous. She gave me some bad catfish. Right. The the country references in this episode insane are out the wazoo. Miley Miley seemed really in her element <laughs> playing. Which, if you don't already know, Miley also plays um, the cousin Luann. Yeah, so Robbie Ray basically says, you and Luann are more alike than you think. And Miley goes, don't you compare me to that witch. And opens the door, and Miley is also playing Luann. And thunder strikes and lightning. And Miley, as Luann, dressed up in like a head-to-toe red cowboy, cowgirl ensemble goes, goes, Howdy, cuz. <laughs> I used to quote howdy, cuz all the time. Yeah, so- I feel like a lot of people do. Howdy, cuz. Well, she has and- like a she has like her snaggle tooth out. She's got like bright pink lip gloss on it. I said Miley. Like a bunch of pig calls. I was like, right. I said Miley is really working for that paycheck this episode. She's playing three roles: <laughs> Hannah, Miley, and Luann. Oh, and then later, God. Luann as Hannah, so four roles. Right. Um, she's, did playing, you... she's playing Luann as Hannah, as Miley, as right. Hannah. Like, what? Why was, so Miley's, what, supposed to be like 14 mm-hmm. in this episode? So Luann is, I'm assuming, the same age as Miley. Yeah. She just went to California all by herself? Where's her chaperone? She Her chaperone's Robbie Ray. I guess. I just, like... I don't know. People younger than that flew by themselves when when I was that old. Have you ever been in an, an unaccompanied minor? I was not. No, the first time I flew by myself, I think I was like 21 or yeah, 2. Yeah, I was in college. When I was growing up, my grandpa would make us lead the way. Mm-hmm. So just in case we got lost or one day when we're by ourselves, we know how to we know how to um just like go through an airport and he was always just like look Yeah, sons. I always remember like seeing kids that would get to like sit up near the pilot or like they get a little badge and like a little toy if they were by themselves where was that scene miley in the with the with the pilot miley as luann going like this plane's hurtling through space faster than a hee-haw on a hawk tie (laughs) like just said some shit like that oh god which oliver starts being horny for luann when she's talking about like doing the pig calls or whatever and he's like oh my gosh she can do and she can do pig calls i'm in love or like something like that and like the whole time they keep referencing that they're going on a date at some point too which is this not weird this is that would be so weird that would be very weird and how long is Luann here for right we don't know so then miley is like seething that everyone is loving Luann, and lily's like you're so dramatic and like they're eating some pie and then what was it? Was it was it Luann brought the pie? And no, they were they, eating it. Uh no, Luann brought um some like pecan cookies or something. Well, maybe it was something like that. Anyway, Lily did a bit where she fell off the where she fell off the, the table, pretending yeah. like she got points. I said, anything for a bit, Lily. You and me. I know, that. right? For a second I was like, wait, the cookie actually does taste really bad. But then I was like, oh, it's just Lily being Oh, and did you see? Did you dramatic? Did you, so Lily was like, Miley, you really need to relax. You're getting very I see dead people. Mm-hmm. Reference to Haley Joel Osment. In the sixth sense. Emily Wait, Osment. I didn't even, Emily I didn't Os- even notice that. That's Emily cool. Osment's, Emily Osment's brother is the yes. little boy from wow. sixth sense. So 
so you know just a little just just a little reference and a little trivia for you well i i see a lot of dead people in the uh the neighbor man's robe when he comes over you know i saw i saw that neighbor on broadway as what so when i first ever when i went to when i went to new york for the first time i went to see hairspray yeah and he played uh tracy turnblad he was song. edna he was edna no and i knew him from hannah montana i was oh like my oh my gosh, gosh that's the neighbor alexa vega over alexa vega like- was uh alexa vega was amanda bynes oh that's cool so anyway, go ahead. This neighbor guy comes over and he's like, Stuart, your magazines are getting delivered to my mail hole. Or like, I, I guess they had a rivalry. I don't really remember. I hate this. I hate this character. He's so annoying. He shows up in this like skeleton spider web robe and he's like yeah. challenging. Well, this scene starts with Robbie Ray getting out all their Halloween decorations that Miley and Jackson both say are like really lame. Yeah. And that their Christmas decorations are scarier than their Halloween decorations because their Santa only has one eye. And this neighbor comes over and is like challenging them, saying that they're not going to have a scary house. So Robbie Ray says, we're going to put the boo, boo in Malibu. So we're going to put the m- boo in Malibu and it's going to be a hair raising experience. I said, put one more pun one more time. Robbie Ray is on his bullshit with his hair in this episode his hair his flowery shirt he's like october is my month (laughs) october is robbie ray time (laughs) it's robbie ray time so then we cut to the beach and luann's at the beach like she has her jeans rolled up like a huckleberry fit (laughs) doing a yeehaw with the lasso for somebody she is having heat stroke she's She's having heat stroke they're all one thing uh, we've watched well, how Lily's, many ep- Lily's in her beanie. Isn't no, she? yeah, we watched how many episodes of Hannah Montana. We only watched three episodes of Hannah Montana so far, and only two of them have involved people at the beach. Well, no, I think this is the first time we've pers- us as a podcast have seen a scene at Rico's. Yeah, I think so. Because we, we've only watched the pilot, their first day of high school, and now this one. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, and I forget that they are like in full school clothes going to the beach (laughs) like tennis shoes still on like walking around in the sand If they have jeans on they're like cuffed maybe oh i'm like how are you comfortable in like a beach setting like that it's one thing at night yeah but this is probably like what two o'clock in the afternoon yeah it's full sunlight they're having a conversation about it's more of the same of like miley being like luann is so evil and lily's like i think you're overreacting Luann comes over and gives Miley like a conch shell, which Miley smashes to bits on the counter of Rico's. Yeah. And before that, Lily was like, she should come to the party tonight. And Miley so loudly is saying, I'm not letting her anywhere near the Hannah world. I said, well, you obviously don't care about about this secret because you are shouting that you're going to a very fancy Hollywood party Mm -hmm. and Hannah Montana and all that stuff. But yes, the conch shell thing, what she think? It was like snakes or something? I don't know what she thinks is in it, but she smashes it to bits and it makes Luann upset. And then Lily does a weird impression of Robbie Ray. And Miley's like, wow, it was really good. It is really good. <laughs> Wait, what? Just like when Miley destroyed the gift that Luann gave her, she was like, I'm just trying to be nice to y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so obnoxiously funny this leads into a scene that is a very 
ends in a very baffling depiction of Tennessee and Tennesseans. But Luann comes home from the beach and is upset. So Robbie Ray. Oh, like, no, 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 no. Huh? Miley comes home from the beach upset. They both? Well, no, because she comes home and then Robbie Ray's like, what happened? I know, but you don't see Luann. Right. But that <laughs> it happens. And she's packing, she's packing like to leave. And Miley goes up and apologizes and invites her to come to this big time how this big time Halloween party they're talking and the, they bond over how they used to eat roadkill ravioli and it always had gravel in it because their aunt or grandma said it like gave it that extra special touch which what part of Tennessee are y'all from it's not Nashville if you're feeding that <laughs> it's like underground Nashville like he'll oh, believe that is that is from East Tennessee girl <laughs> but it's just one this episode just really explains you're either really close to your cousins or you're not yeah i've never really met someone who's kind of like in between you're either like super close with your cousins or you're not and <laughs> we don't have to get into uh, your cousins but anywho um when so luann is staying in the guest room and what they show, the tiny bit of what Luann is sleeping in, not sleeping in, as refer- me referring to the room that she's sleeping in. Yeah. You can tell they said, we have about $5 left of this budget. <laughs> and we have yet to make the guest room. There's like a quilt on the wall and that is it. They said, right, a little lamp. They said, we know because of standard definition of the TV, it's going to cut right here. So we're just going to make this amount of wall. And Luann, you're just going to act. It was so low budget. It made me laugh. I said, they had about $5 left of the budget. And they said, oh, we forgot to do this. But Miley, Miley invites Luann to the party. And then I think the next scene after that is like Lily coming to pick Miley up. Yeah. She's like, yeah. And it's in the I'm Hannah ready. closet. Yeah, I'm ready. Let me just go get my purse. And I remember in this iconic reveal, the closet rotates around mm-hmm. and you see Miley as Hannah tied up with like two ropes and a feather boa, uh-huh. which doesn't seem that hard to escape, but I, I don't know what to well, tell you. Well, what, what did, so Luann is also disguised is, as Hannah Montana. And so I was thinking, Miley has two exact replicas of the same outfit. Of course she does. What if one gets damaged? I guess. But the reason Miley couldn't escape is because according to Luann, Miley went to singing camp while everyone else went to rodeo camp. Yeah. So was Smiley the only person at singing camp? And look, look at her now. True. So and probably. then Miley puts her whole body into that evil laugh when she's walking yeah. out of that room. Did you know was did you notice Lily's as Lola's hair clips? No. It looked like two big microwaves on her head. <laughs> it was so weird looking. Also the plan this okay. So now it's revealed to the viewer that Miley was not exaggerating and Luann is evil. Mm-hmm. This is the plan that Luann has come up with. She's just going to get up on stage and sing badly. At that's first. it. <laughs> At first. That's all she's going to do. <laughs> she's like, your fans will love that one. I'm like, you know how many times like videos have gone viral of famous singers singing badly and it's fine the next day? Yeah, her fans would just be like, she had a bad night. That was like her evil plan. Everyone's like, no, you're going to ruin her career. Well, so, they're children. They don't know. Still, I guess like 
I don't remember her that being the plan, that stupid of a plan. Like, that's it? That's all you're going to do? At least do, okay, if you were Luann, before we get to what the plan turns out to be, if you're like, I'm going to pretend to be my cousin to ruin her career, what would you do? Get her canceled. Say some nasty things. Right, right, right. That's what you should do. Or, but just, <laughs> I'm going to sing badly. Do you know how many times Fergie has sang badly and <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot about her national <laughs> Her doing the I was I've... doing the cartwheels. I know so many people I've talked to, I've referenced that a couple of times recently and no one has no one knew what I was talking about. So I just what? showed them the video and I said, and y'all know that she peed her pants during a black eyed peace concert one time, right? Yes, like, I do wait, know what? that. I do know that. It's so funny. So is is what happens after that? Doesn't it cut back to Robbie and Jackson? Yeah. So then we scaring cut scaring all the children away from their house. Scaring all the children away, and they're like, "We did it! Ha ha! We won the challenge." Well, then the neighbor is like, "Oh, they're so mean!" In a real they? dick move, because he challenged them to be scary, and then he comes over and he's like, "Oh, you guys are too scary, and I'm the happy pumpkin man, and so everybody loves me." And he's like invented his own song that everyone already knows. It's a terrible costume on. It, yeah, it's it's one of those just like dumpy dad costumes <laughs> that your dad throws on to take you treating. So. Then they, then, I, Robbie, Robbie and Jackson, they literally have two scenes in this episode and that's over, which I'm like, I'm like, good. If you're going to make fine. the B story this insignificant, you got to make it tight and short. Cause I have a question for you. Oh. So, oh, so Miley comes out of the house, like needing a ride to the party. Yeah. But Robbie and Jackson are gone. So she calls Oliver and she's like, Hey, can you and your mom take me to this party? And she's like, fine, Oliver, you can come. How did we explain that Hannah Montana got into Oliver's mom's car? Does now Oliver's mom know about the secret or did Miley take off the wig? No, I bet Miley was like, I'm dressed as Hannah Montana for Halloween. Okay, answer me this. How do you explain the mom dropping two 14-year-olds off to a random party in Hollywood? I don't know. Maybe Oliver's mom is in on the secret now. Like, Miley, you deserve to get your secret shown at this point. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I forgot that they're outside first. They're outside the party, and Miley's like, it's it's not going to be that hard. We have to find somebody who looks just like me. And yeah. then they open the curtain, and that's when you see Happy Halloween. Everyone there is dressed like Hannah Montana. And do you know what I immediately thought of? Are those those TikTok videos where it's like a themed party? Yes. That's immediately, I said, that would be a party people would have, like, it's a Hannah Montana party. Hannaween, yeah. It's Hannaween, and everyone has to dress up like something from Hannah Montana. Or just, like, a different variation of a Miley Cyrus would be fun, too. Right. But... No, I've, I've seen that on TikTok. It was like, it's a Miley party, and everyone's, like, yeah. a different version of Miley. Oliver says something horny again, where he's like, this is, like, a dream I've had before, except everybody was Jessica Simpson, and I only, yeah. I had more than one chest hair. Disney loves to give the guys a chest hair joke. A chest say, hair. Yeah, because I remember on Zach and Cody all the time, Zach would be like, ah, my one chest hair. <laughs> all the time. Like, I guess all... that's the one chest hair joke is to Disney Channel as bra jokes are to Nickelodeon. Right. So before, so they open the curtain and just like uh, Becca said, Oliver said, this is his dream. 
but except everyone Jessica Simpson, everyone is dressed like Hannah Montana. And then it's the uh, what is her name with the nasally voice? Uh, Tracy. It's Tracy's party, one of Hannah Montana's friends. And she, it's her party, and she decided to be Hannah Montana themed. So now Oliver and Miley are like, let's just find her. But every time they turn someone around, it's not them. It's not her. I said, I said, Miley, just look for the someone, look for someone who doesn't have the cheap blonde wig on. I know. Everyone and Luann, else. Luann is acting a fool. She's like shoving candy in her purse, and Lily's yeah, like, yeah, stop it. Lily's like, stop, they'll see you. What, eating? I know. <laughs> I guess she thinks that the, the candy shoving is going to ruin her career. Because at some point, Lily finds out that it's Luann, right? Well, just the way she's acting. She's like, oh, it's like the way like um, Luann is like revealing her true accent. Lily's like, you're acting like Luann <gasps> because you are you are Luann. Yes, which is then when at some point in that conversation, Lily's like, oh my gosh, you're going to reveal Hannah's secret. And Luann is like, hold on. No. Well, <laughs> That's Luann's... exactly what I should do. Oh no. Well, this is what... So then Tracy, I because I, I have to bring this up because I wrote it down. Another one of the country mashup things. So Tracy's like, with her nasally voice. And I want to say this is when Luann uses, uses it. Um, you, some, Luann, Tracy says something that annoys Luann as Hannah. She goes, this is stupid as a vegetarian having breakfast at a beef and waffle. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to bring that up. But then, no, it's <laughs> beef and waffle. This is just stupid as a vegetarian having breakfast at a beef and waffle. Oh my God. So, they're, so when... Lily finally uh, uh, figures it out. Luann's like, well, it took you long enough. And then when Lily's like, you're going to take off your wig and reveal Miley's secret, aren't you? And I audibly laughed, audibly laughed when Luann's response goes, well, shut my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Miley bodying this role. She's like, because she's like, oh, I never, that's a better plan than what I was going to do. I was just going to sing badly. She goes, I, that's a better plan. I laughed so hard when she gets on stage and she just starts randomly doing shit and like trying to sing badly, like getting ready to do the reveal. But she hawks a perfect Lukey <laughs> into a, like a nice golden vase and it rings. It's like, like, and it rings like a spittoon <laughs> and everyone is horrified. Everyone's like, cancel, cancel. <laughs> canceled but so now hannah luann as hannah montana is like y'all gonna see something you've never seen before <laughs> and so miley lily and oliver they, they meet snatch up her. and they turn the lights on so they can stop her but my thing is so miley finds out from lily that luann's plan now is to reveal that she's miley yeah and i said this is what you do miley and they they came up with a reason why she couldn't do it, but I still think she should she could have done this. Luann reveals her secret, takes off the wig. All of a sudden, Miley Stewart as Hannah Montana stands right beside her. Be like, actually, that's just Miley Stewart. Because then you have Miley Stewart next to Hannah Montana. Does that make sense? No. No, follow follow. What I I'm mean, saying. yes, but no. Why does it make sense? 
It j- I don't know, because they obviously just couldn't do that. No, what, what they said was, no, she would try to, if you get close to her, she'll try to take your wig off too. What I'm saying is let Luann do the reveal. And then as she's explaining, like after Luann takes off the wig and everyone's like, oh, that's Miley Stewart. Miley Stewart, as Hannah Montana walks beside her, it's like, she was just playing a joke. Because now there's two people look identical, but it's Miley yeah. Stewart and Hannah Montana together. Anyway. Yes. There's also, I don't know if you noticed, but in the brief scene after they yank Luann backstage, Tracy gets up on stage and is like, ha ha ha, okay, let's bring out the dessert. Bring out the Hannah banana cream pie. <laughs> and she screams at this waiter to bring out the Hannah banana cream pie. And this extra playing the waiter is like, <laughs> they freak out and scramble out of there. You got to take every, 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 every chance you get. You never know who's watching. True. So then it cuts to, um, two identical Hannah Montanas are saying, I'm the real Hannah. I'm the and real the Hannah. And the way that they decide. And, Luann gives up the game too easily. Well, yeah, Lily and Oliver have no idea who's who. And then Oliver's like, okay, you kissed me. <laughs> and Miley goes, ooh. And Luann goes, okay. Like, that's Miley. So we kind of, so they figure it out. They stop Luann. But there's really no resolution. There's not. I mean, all that happens is that she comes home. Robbie Ray's like, you're right. Luann is evil. Like, you're right. My niece is a sociopath. <laughs> Jackson rides the pony from the neighbor's house into the middle of the living room. I forgot about that. And then the episode ends <gasps> with. This broke me. The ending. I forgot I about it. it. Um, Robbie Ray's brother. So Miley's uncle, Luann's dad, comes to pick her up. And it's it's Billy Ray, obviously. But his name <laughs> is Bobby Ray. <laughs> so that means the mother named her two sons Robbie and Bobby. <laughs> but Bobby and Robbie are short for okay, Robert. Okay, well, I did... I did a service project once in the Appalachian Mountains, and the family that we were working for had five sons, and they were all named Robert, so that is not <gasps> foreign to me. What do you mean? I mean that they had five sons, and they were all named Robert. But, like, they went by different names, right? No. Huh? <laughs> so, you yeah. mean it was like, like, hi, my name's Robert Jackson, and my name is also Robert Jackson? Yes, yes. At least the stewards they- said- they make some kind of joke where they're like, your hair looks nice or something like that. And then the neighbor comes over and the neighbor's final line of this episode just sums up how it is where he's just like two stewards. Ah! And he like runs away. That was me the whole time. I'm still like, I'm still on the fact that, you know, people who named all their kids. I don't the know thing. them. I, <laughs> I helped a group from my church remodel their bathroom. I don't know well, who them. Right mind would want to name their kids who live in they the same were house. They in their right mind. I mean, I they, know they did rooster fighting behind the scenes. <laughs> Pro- what's that? Like dog fighting? Like cock fighting? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Bobby and Robbie thing. Well. Yes, but Rob Bobby Ray is basically dressed like Luann, but like the dad version. Yeah. So it's just. We just learned more about the Stewarts' home Your life. Your extended family has two Miley's, two Robbie <laughs> Ray's, and a Dolly Parton. I'm so <laughs> jealous. I know. 
What a perfect family. <laughs> two, two Miley's, two Robbie's, and a Dolly Parton. That's like the 12 Days of Christmas song. <laughs> and a Dolly in a pear tree. That's the wrong holiday. Hey, it's still spooky. This scene may scare you a bit. Oh, are we doing a reading? It's time, it's time for your reading, Disney Channel. Nice. You're reading Disney Channel. All right. You're reading Disney Channel as a segment where we read a scene from a TV show or movie that we talk about specifically. And since we're talking about the episode Torn Between Two Hands from Hannah Montana, we're going to read a scene from that episode. I'm sending the scene to Becca right now. And all you need to know for this scene is this is right after Miley invites Luann to the holiday Halloween party. And it, it cuts to the Hannah Montana closet. And Lily is waiting for them in the limo. So, Becca, would you like to be Lily as Lola in this scene? Or Luann as Hannah? The last time we did a Hannah read, I think I was Lily. Okay. So, so that means I will also make the sound effects. Because this is the scene we talked about where it's, this is the reveal that Luann is evil. Mm-hmm. So I will also be Miley, but just adding to your performance, if that makes sense. Sure. All right. So you'll be Hannah slash Luann. Luann. I'll, I'll be Lola slash Lily. All right. Right. And action. Hey, Melinda's here to take us to the to Tracy's party. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Let's do this. Wait, where's Luann? Oh, um, she can't go. She was at the beach boogie boarding all day and she got a really bad sunburn. Oh, I hate that. But at least you two are friends now. Yep, best of pals. Let's go. Okay. Oh, I forgot my purse. I'll meet you out in the limo, okay? Okay. Oh, Molly, Molly, Molly. I can't believe you didn't see this coming. Maybe if you wouldn't have wasted your time in singing classes and went to rodeo camp with the rest of us, you wouldn't be stuck in this situation. What's that, girl? You want Hannah to perform at the party? Good idea. You don't get the blues, the bones. Oh, yeah, horrible, ain't it? Wait till your fans hear that. That'll do wonders for your career. <laughs> Happy Halloween, cuz. <laughs> and scene. The way Miley laughs at that, well, the way Miley Cyrus as the Wan laughs exiting, she's like Brilliant. breaking her back. I know. Her back is like snapping in half because she's maniacally laughing so much. So we've been, um, with our month of frights, we've been having me, not a horror expert, but somebody who knows a little bit about horror, doing like a genre for each episode. So Raven was body horror. That's uh, Sweet Life was paranormal horror. This is a little bit harder to pinpoint an exact genre, but the, the symbols of like, twins and evil twins is particularly like more classic horror like gothic yeah. horror oh. um it's also sort of a subgenre of like uncanny where like you know you have two people and the resemblance yeah. is uncanny so it's like that uncanny um creepiness but i would say gothic or classic horror for the label for this one nice nice yeah i said this was like the most obvious like oh obviously evil twin yeah it's scary in halloween all right, and we also been uh, rating uh, each episode we cover uh, out of five frights. So, Becca, what is your rating for this episode? This is a four out of five frights for me. Um, this was fun. 
you get you know nobody wants to be tied up by somebody who looks like them and have them take mm -hmm. over their life that's always scary um you got a couple of little scares i guess with um that neighbor in his pumpkin fit as well right so <laughs> right and it was just a fun episode yeah i would say this was a very fun episode so i'll give it a four out of five as well wasn't scary but just the thought of someone taking over your life and no one believing you that you know someone's evil and they're doing anything about it yes that's the scariest but part so far so this is um our last one covering episodes yes because next week we are doing a decom the, the big decom the, the halloween decom so out of all three episodes we covered which one was the the scariest to you 613 oh see mine's raven that's right well i know but you hated that i know that body horror doesn't scare me like on a deep level like that yeah. which one do you think was like just the best when they're like okay this year, you're doing a Disney Channel Halloween episode. Which one do you think knocked it out of the park? 613. I agree with that. I think 613 was a solid Sweet Life episode and a solid Halloween episode. I just, I stand by 613 always. It has made me laugh well into my adult years. I enjoy it so much every time I watch it. Good, good. Well, the writers would be glad about that. All right. Before we go into other things, what is the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? My Disney Channel lesson of the day is that maybe if you're trying to convince other people that someone is evil, they might believe you more if you don't smash a seashell in a rampant rage in broad daylight on the beach. And I know that's a bit specific, but it may, it'll probably turn out helping you in the end. I think my Disney Channel lesson is if you're an evil cousin and you want to ruin your other cousin's career and life, come up with a better plan than just singing badly <laughs> yes very true really hit it where it hurts really like think about a plan that not only hurts her but like hurts something like around her as well know. you know just kind of get like the big picture but yeah all right if people want to see your uh best how to cuss <laughs> where can they find you you can find my howdy cuz on instagram and twitter at heyo it's becca h-e-y-o uh, my YouTube channel is Becca Stogner. I have the robots review dropping tomorrow. Uh, so yesterday by the time this episode comes out. So that'll be a little fun one. It was really fun to shoot. Also check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, YGSSG. If you are local to the Nashville area, we do have a live show at Third Coast Comedy Club this Yay. Sunday night, October 24th. It is at 9 p.m. Tickets are $5, so super cheap. Um, and it should be a good time. Nice. If you want to see my best how to cause, you can find me on Instagram at Real Hunter Martin, Twitter H Cameron Martin. And if you want to follow everything about this podcast, stay up to date. We are on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Rate and review us. Hit us with that five-star rating. You know you want to. Comment. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to see. Tell us what you don't want to see. Our DMs are open. We want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we are making it. So, Becca, next week is our final entry in Month of Frights. Yes. If you could say one word. We already teased a little bit, but let's be more specific with one word of the decom we're going to cover. Debbie. <laughs> I'm going to say chicken. That's a little bit more specific. I have only seen this one like once or twice. 
Oh. Well. So I'm excited to revisit. So when you watch, you'll understand why I say chicken. I'm sure. I know I will. All right. All right. Well, until we see you in a very special place next mm. week. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, time travelers. Buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs>